Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hey guys, it's uh, Matt Z. We haven't uh, talked to each other in quite some time. I haven't uh, updated a podcast in quite some time. So um, here's a new one today. Um, Obviously, no excuses for being uh, MIA, just been really busy but I thought I'll come back and try to do a few more just to help you out so today I want to talk about um, the power of forecasts I don't want to use words like predictions because it sounds a little bit magical and mystical so I'm going to talk about you know how to be um, a better forecaster uh, or try to be a better forecaster so um why is it relevant so much nowadays it's well you know the equities market is substantially down some stocks individual single equities are some of them are down more than 50 percent. some of them are down 20 percent. everybody's trying to um, call the bottom or try to guess when it's going to happen unfortunately we also had instances of um certain uh, digital coins that just imploded I believe one of them was called Luna I'll be honest I never heard about uh, this uh, before about this uh, coin before but my understanding was that it promised something like 20% per year uh, with no risk and um, and it was supposed to be stable and the unfortunate part it just went to almost zero and um, both retail and institutional customers were hurt heavily um, also kind of to tell you that you know don't think that institutions always make smart decisions don't think that they're always smarter than you you can also be a good decision maker and i'm pushing you towards it all the time to become a better and better decision maker i never un- underestimate the difficulty of trading and in our case in optimus futures trade futures it's a very difficult instrument because it's leveraged so again you know i want you to build a level of um confidence as as a trader knowing that you know people out there don't necessarily just because they're institutions might not fall into the same trap of being emotional and uh, and i'm going to discuss it in 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 this podcast but when they are heavily invested in their 
past forecasts and even new facts that come to light they don't want to change it and it just ends up in being some sort of an implosion which is really unfortunate for many customers out there so always be careful regardless of you know the uh assets that uh you're uh looking into just make sure you're you know cautious let's just keep it at that okay so today i want to talk about um uh, forecasts and i want to read to you a paragraph from a book um that's called think again by adam grant this is not a book about markets this is really more of a book about being flexible with your opinions so i always tend to read uh, those kind of books you know where they're of interest to me so great author by the way adam grant um but there was a paragraph there that i thought would help and also apply to people in the markets so as you know the there's a big business of forecasting out there right so surveys who's going to be the next president uh what's gonna the next quarter how it's going to look like um and everybody's trying to kind of forecast that and there's better forecasters than others and i want to look into the um the characteristics of those people who are better forecasters and how do they do that so this paragraph really grabbed my attention so i'm going to read it the single most important driver of forecaster success was how often they updated their belief beliefs sorry the best forecasters went through more rethinking cycles they had the confident humility to doubt their judgments and the curiosity to discover new information that led them to revise their predictions, right? So it's very interesting that forecasters, one of the better forecasters out there, are flexible people, and they're looking at new facts, right, that are coming to light. So they have an opinion, you know, they think um, for, they, they think of something that uh, some sort of a premise so let's since we're in the business of markets let's say you you build some sort of a market premise right you build some sort of a forecast and you think the markets will go up and down right but then it's very important to look at new facts that are coming in and not ignore them because what happens over time as i mentioned before most people are heavily invested in their past forecasts and this is something that the author mentions as well and later pages so people have this stubbornness about being right and in the market the stubbornness could potentially cost you a lot of money regardless of the asset that you trade in so you always have to be flexible and understand new information that that is coming in now <coughs> it does not mean okay that you have to have to have huge new facts meaning that this has to be manageable and you just may need a few more facts that may change your opinion so what you want to do is basically when it comes to the markets again consider all the new facts that are coming your way since we're in the business of futures trading and we have you know charts that we're looking at if for example a certain support level has been broken and you didn't think it would be right so you had a premise and you say this will be a support and it's broken now you're facing a new fact 
It's not a huge fact, it's a small fact, but as I mentioned, it has to be manageable, and manageable means that you have to take small things into consideration, and now you're going to apply and say, okay, what am I going to do now? I have a new fact right now. Am I going to be stubborn? And I think the market is going up, or I think this is just a two-minute anomaly? That's up to you. I can tell you those things. But essentially, it's very important to define also ahead of time what potential things may change your mind if you encounter. You might not be able to guess it all the time. Most of, most of the time, people can't guess what will change your opinion. But there could be new facts out there that you say, you know what, maybe I should consider that, right? And that flexibility, in my personal opinion, will give you strength as a forecaster. Now, again, I have to be very, very cautious when I use that. Nobody can predict the markets, right? So I don't want to use the word predictions. What we're working here is probability. So, so a forecast or anything of that sort or a premise that you develop, it's just a probability that something could potentially happen. But here's what happens many times. So people develop, let's say, a theory that the market will keep on going down. They say, okay, now it's going to keep on crashing. The market is down, you know, 20%. Let's say on the indices, it will go to 25 and it will could go to 30 and so forth. Now, some people could be right if they have the right facts. But at the same time, imagine that the market starts turning around. And now you're just ignoring it and you keep shorting the markets, right? And in the future, obviously, you have leverage. So that impacts your equity really fast. So think about those kind of a scenarios. This is why it's very important to consider new facts and say, okay, I have a new fact right now. The market is actually, let's say, let's say it recovered 50%. Does it mean that the market will go up? Again, I'm not telling you yes or no. That's your decision. But consider within you, the way you think, within your theory, within your method or methodology, is, is that a game changer? So any small thing that might be a game changer, what you want to do is be very flexible and say, okay, this is a new fact that I have to take into consideration. I'm going to make this podcast really short because there's not a lot to expand on it. I mean, you know, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but doing this podcast or before doing this podcast, I thought that one of the questions that you may have is, you know, how do you apply it, you know, in your day-to-day -day life. So it's very hard to, to when as a day trader in futures, and I know most people today are turning into day traders, in my personal opinion, at least. I know some people are swing traders, but I believe majority of people, especially with the advent of the micros, are becoming day traders. You know, how, how do you manage all that? How do you integrate it into your trading? So again, you got to have the big premise of, before you trade, you know, which market direction you think it's overall going. And then you have to let the trades work out. Meaning that I, when you're in a trade, which is a very short time span at times, some of you are in the market for three minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes. That's where you have to be a little bit flexible and filter out new information that's coming in, right? You don't want to think that you have to change your opinion now every 30 seconds, turn long to short, short, long. That just wrecks up transactions and commissions, and you don't want that. What you want to do is have a very strong conviction in the trade that you are going into. So let me give you an example how to put it all together. So 
let's say your name is John, your last name is Smith, and you say, okay, I think the market, I'm going to trade it more on the short side. I think the market is falling, and I'm going to trade it more today on the short side. That's your overall big premise, right? And now you're starting to short it, and the market starts rallying and breaking up levels. Now you have new information, right? Now you have, you're saying, okay, this is just a swing up in a down market, or something has changed. Again, I can't tell you that, but that's what you have to consider. And that way of thinking of being flexible with new information that's coming in would allow you also to put different type of positions. And again, not be heavily invested in past forecasts where you keep on shorting and the market's going up. You keep shorting again and again and again because you've done it so many times that you just want to prove that you're right and you won't be and you'll run out of capital. So all those things that I'm saying here, I know that they're hard to implement. It's very easy here to say all those things, do a podcast and tell you to be disciplined. But nevertheless, I felt that it's really important to say that, you know, um, receiving new information and being open about them, meaning having an open mind about them, it, it's something that every trader needs. One of the things that Adam Grant mentioned in this in this book he said that those forecasters that are doing well, it's not a matter of intelligence or ambition or grit. It's just their flexibility to receive new information. Now, again, I'm not an expert in psychology. I don't owe, I wish I could tell you when to integrate new information and when not to integrate. But the fact that you start thinking how to filter out new information and integrate into your trading that already puts you in the right direction. And every single one of you will integrate it in the way that fits their personality. Okay. So having said that, I wish you an awesome week in trading. Remember, there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future results. I'd love to, um, as I always say, to earn your business at Optimus Futures. If you need a platform, if you just want to switch from somebody else, if you're not getting the right service, I'd love to accommodate you. So come to our site, www.optimusfutures.com, or if you're in North America, call us toll free. It's 800-771-6748, or locally, you can call us at 561-367-8686. Wishing you nothing but the best, and uh, good luck in your trades. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Optimus Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.